go. So, uh, hi everybody. Uh, welcome to the first ever Jiva podcast. We might have a name later, but for now, let's stick <laughs> to a Jiva podcast. Uh, for those who don't know me, I'm Nia. I'm the corporate content specialist here at Jiva, and I'm your host. And today I have with me two very special guests because they are the first guests in this podcast. <laughs> and Nav and Saloni, please say hi. Hi, hi everyone. Hello. Hello. Um, yeah, before we start, I just want to uh, let you introduce yourselves. Like, uh, who are you? What is your role at Jiva? And how long have you been with Jiva? Saloni, you go first. Sure. So, I'm Saloni. I've been with Jiva pretty much from the beginning, mm-hmm. uh, about almost nearing two years now. Uh, seeing the team grow from three designers on the team who were mm-hmm. doing everything to now having a specialization in the design team and four different verticals. So that's been the journey. And uh, I'm the design research manager. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So uh, looking at the research verticals where we try to understand our users, their pain points, uh, being close to the ground so we can hear yeah. all the fun stories to bring back to the team mm-hmm. and solve problems for them. Yeah, that sounds great. So you start as a designer, like a general designer, and now you're a design research manager. Quite a journey. Thank you, Saloni. Uh, now? Hi. Um, yeah, so um, my name's Nav. I'm based out of Singapore. I started with Jiva just before Saloni did, actually. In fact, Saloni was hired before me. I managed mm-hmm. to join before her. Uh, so it's been it's been two years. In fact, I think yesterday was my two-year anniversary at Jiva. Oh, congratulations. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> uh, I, I work with Saloni. Um, I kind of look at the overall design work at Jiva. So the various design teams, guiding the different teams, trying to figure out, you know, uh, where we can add the best value. Great, great. How has how has it been for you this past uh, two years? Because it's like you're almost also uh, in the beginning, like joining since the beginning, and like how does the team grow since you first joined until now? Yeah, it's been it's been quite a journey. We I often I love telling the story. Right when I joined, mm. I the day I joined, I think we were something like fifty two people. Mm. And right now, exactly about 750 days later, we're about seven, 750 people. Mm. So it's been... It's very it's specific been, numbers. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, but it's, it's been an incredible journey, right? Like we've been growing the team. We started building the team during mm-hmm. the pandemic. So it was completely remote. Uh, Saloni and I fortunately met each other because we're both based in Singapore. But mm-hmm. the rest of the team, we didn't meet till much, much later, almost a year later. The mm-hmm. first year was completely remote, collaborating with people remotely, uh, trying to figure out how we're going to build our teams, um, hiring remotely, onboarding remotely. So so this last year, fortunately, we've been able to go around and meet people. But it's mm-hmm. been, yeah, it's it's always fascinating to see every time I travel how many new faces we have on the team. So for instance, Nia and I, we've never met so far. We've never met, <laughs> only over Zoom yeah, <laughs> since uh, the beginning. Exactly. Hopefully we'll fix that soon. Yeah, hopefully. Uh, thank you very much for the introduction. And that's also kind of nice segue to like what we're going to talk about today, because like the idea of like meeting everyone remotely, hiring remotely, d- working remotely, like because we are like uh, we have uh, offices in Indonesia, in Singapore, in India, and it's kind of like 
uh, a silver lining or like a kind of like a bright side for, of the pandemic that oh this is possible to do this and yeah so the reason that I have Nav and Saloni here today is because we recently launched two initiatives from the design team uh, which is UT Day and AMA sessions it's a usability thing day and ask me anything session with our users so we've been you guys have been doing this forever right but it, it was the first time that um, the sessions was uh, were open for everybody in the company. They can. It was live streamed. It, it was doing. It was done remotely, and it was live streamed so that everyone in the company, regardless of uh, which team they belong to, where they are, can access that. So uh, before the questions, I will just let you guys give a brief introduction to those initiatives. I will give the liberty to uh, both of you to choose, like whoever wants to. Um, explain about what. So, do you wanna do you wanna go for it? have a crack at it? Sure. <laughs> Why not? Uh, so, so right now we are in a very big debate: what to call usability testing? <laughs> is it a day or is it a lab? Wait, hold on. When you say a big debate, <laughs> it's basically it's basically Sloni and I debating. <laughs> so we're still trying to arrive at the name, mm -hmm. but. Uh, the initiative came from the fact that when we were doing and trying to understand our, our, team, our users on the ground, mm -hmm. um, it was very specific to a project or uh, a specific team. But there were mm -hmm. so many things that the other team members were also doing that would actually help them um, know our users or develop products. Mm. And there's such a big team like Nav has mentioned, there's 700 plus people. Not everybody gets the opportunity to travel and be close to our users. Yeah. Uh, a lot of us in the design team are fortunate to do that. Mm -hmm. We've been in the remotest parts of Indonesia, getting lost in the hills, uh, trying to understand our users. So we wanted to find a way to create a platform where people can actually not just listen to what we have experienced, but get a window in real time to see what that is like. Mm. So that's why we wanted to invite and create an open space like usability testing days. Uh, we have scheduled every three weeks in our calendar that it's happening. Any team member from any uh, product team can say, hey, you know, this is something in a very initial stage that we've designed. Uh, can you just show it to our users to get initial reactions? Uh, the fact we're doing this is so that we can make it faster for us to get feedback on our products, uh, showcase that, you know, research in the back doesn't take too long because mm -hmm. a lot of the work and the groundwork is done up front and they just have the target dates to tell us these are the features we want to test. Um, and then that's when you see a lot more people coming from specific product teams uh, sitting in in those sessions, seeing how the interactions are with the product, with the mobile application, the technical issues, uh, internet issues, um, so they can actually make changes. Mm. So that's UT Day. That's or UT what? What was what was the second option? UT Labs, right? You meant to say UT, UT Labs. labs. Yeah, sure, usability <laughs> labs. Usability labs. testing labs. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, actually, as we move into where the Ask Me Anything session, I think now mm. had a conversation 
with their team members and share and push for the site i think he would be able to add a lot more on that yeah okay. yeah please yeah, totally. have the floor yeah so uh the the idea for the uh, ask me anything sessions right which is essentially um bringing our users and having them kind of uh, you know participate in sessions where our internal teams can mm-hmm. actually ask them about their lives about you know how they what matters to them what they care about learn a bit more about them get mm-hmm. a better understanding of you know what is their understanding of the products and services that we're building how do they perceive them do they see them as valuable or not and and the idea of this initially came from uh, one of our team members Fatia uh, who's not on the call today but in a, in a conversation with her she kind of mentioned that hey we used to do something like this uh, or try to do something like this in the in the past teams and like okay that sounds great right um why do we try that and it was literally that so you know nowhere like uh, these aren't original ideas or anything but but um just where we're always looking for ideas to kind of help our internal teams see how our users and our customers and the people that we're building our tools for what their reality is like um mm-hmm. so we're just trying to do that more and so now what it's turned into is we had three of our users who we went out uh spoke to got you know got them to kind of participate in this and so the entire engineering design product management groups joined uh they had a chance to ask them questions which were answered live and you know they so they could actually see people's reactions to difficult questions or simple questions which you know for us were like kind of taken we would assume that this is a given and suddenly we realized that oh actually you know what our users don't use phones like like we do kind of thing so that that was that's the ama right and and mm-hmm. maybe i can also just kind of add like a bit more flavor on why why kind of we went for these two why why yeah. we've been doing this right because it's kind of tied to what we were talking about earlier the 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 teams that we built yeah so so i i kind of said 7 750 people i actually have no idea how many people we are i know it's more than 600 so i could be wrong wrong on the exact numbers but you know the, the jiva team uh we were split between singapore india and indonesia right mm-hmm. so singapore is a very small team less than 10 people india is about a 100 more than 100 150 people somewhere there right and uh between 100 and 150 people and completely distributed and this is the bulk of the product engineering um product management and design design teams and then in indonesia where the majority of the people you know yeah. in, in the company that's operations finance marketing growth training etc etc a lot of branch offices across you know more than five islands in indonesia and so these teams are kind of on the ground and working with our users all the time but then if you look at how the company is built up now if you look at india that's where most of the engineering sits uh anyone sitting in, in 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 india for example is in bangalore or delhi has no idea how a farmer a small hole farmer who's living on the other side of the mountain in bone or jenepomto what the reality is it's very hard to even imagine what that feels like right and it's very easy to forget their reality so we have conversations sometimes like you know we'd be discussing a feature and we'll say hey this is making the app really really heavy or or the install size is increasing quite a lot and one of the suggestions you know uh, unintentionally would be like maybe they can wait till they get on wifi to download this and then you have to kind of go back like oh, there is no wifi in the village in bone on on the hillside so 
so that's been one of the that's kind of one of the goals for research right building empathy building so much understanding that you can empathize with our users right and and because that gives you a superpower to build the product in the right way so so ama kind of wants to do that and the 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 second thing which is what we talked about the ut day the challenge with doing research is that it's it takes time right it takes time to find people you want to talk to it takes time to understand what is the actual question we're trying to ask and then actually conduct that research and synthesize that research and and when you're in an environment in a in a team that wants to move fast it becomes challenging right because different people care about different things engineers care about the quality of the products they're building but also at the pace at which, which they can deliver same for product management same for design as well and what that what that means sometimes is research starts becoming very painful or seems very painful because everyone feels like hey we're trying to move at a certain speed but research feels like we have to slow down and wait and then pick up pace again Mm-hmm. So so we've been you know discussing Saloni and I and the team right for a while that hey how can we make research more accessible within Jiva right is there a way we can make it so other things we can try where we can kind of take away that component of research is slow or it, it it takes time or I have to wait and slow down for research and that's kind of where we came up with the idea of the UT day that we said what if every two weeks there were two days where research is going to happen right so suddenly you don't have to wait you just have to go oh okay next week there's research i'll have these things ready can i just put them in front of five users and see how they res- react to them respond to them and and the goal was again you know it it it's for a company like jiva which is so distributed and we we are not our own users right we're not building products for ourselves we're building products for a completely different set of the population it's very important for us to constantly test put our products out there get feedback on them and and really get to know the the reality of our users and both of these examples are uh, both of these initiatives are examples of things that we're trying to do to get closer to that reality mm-hmm. yeah okay that that sounds super great and like uh, what you said about like making research accessible making research easy like taking that pain out of research because like if we if we have our researchers based in Indonesia and or Saloni now you guys are in Singapore and our users are in rural Indonesia which is like it's a complete it's even it's even like uh, so far from Jakarta here yeah and it's yeah yeah <laughs> time resource, resources so the idea of like doing it like remotely doing doing it with a researcher in Jakarta and the audience uh, audience all over the world it sounds very like oh yeah this is the answer but then again our our users are in rural in remote areas where uh, internet is uh, probably super hard to get or like uh, the network is not um, uh, it's not always good and they probably have problems with digital literacy like oh what is like how do, how do i access zoom or whatever and so those are the challenges that is very obvious now that that our users are in the rurals yeah so how, how do we how do we make sure that this happens like this like like it actually have the result that we want like like it actually take the pain out of research and not like making a new problem because of like oh the difficulty that our users might face when we are trying this out with them hmm. it's been quite a journey on that one uh, okay uh, 
like we started in the pandemic right so mm-hmm. during that time we were even uh, teaching our users like step by step guides on whatsapp message on how to share or how to use uh, google meet because that's how mm-hmm. we could do anything uh, to get in touch with them yeah but over the last couple of months and almost a year we realized that there is this interesting mid way that we can find as a connect and we had a role called research coordinators come into picture mm. our team members in south sulawesi and east java are superstars idul and arvi who we call our on ground reporters uh, because they are the closest to our users uh, on a daily basis mm. so we work very closely with them so they actually take our research equipment uh, to where the users are um, mm. in a cafe or in somebody's home where you have the kids running around uh, because in rural areas you can't remove the family setting or the people around them when mm. you're conducting research they are part of it so we invite them to these sessions in a cafe uh, with our setup with a laptop with a mic so that everybody can hear uh, mm. and there's clarity not to say that there are days when there's no internet or electricity in these places which uh, we really can't control uh, but that's how we've managed to actually make it more accessible uh, there is a link um, there is a human connection on the ground and then we have our researchers from Jakarta dialing in having conversations trying to make them comfortable before these calls where there are so many people who are going to be watching them so we just get on a call we chit chat with them we have small talks trying to understand how they're how far have they actually traveled to this cafe for these sessions as well actually i think the the research coordinator role that we kind of have created right uh, i still remember when salonia first suggested it and i was like yeah let's try it kind of thing right and in retrospect it just feels like it's such an obvious thing right Mm-hmm. Uh, we were struggling we would struggle to you know we would set up calls with our farmers sometimes and uh, they would forget that there was a call set up because it's not it's it's not important for our users right like there or they would be like you know someone showed up at my mm-hmm. house you know my neighbor needed help so they they went away and and it's fair right like that that's what life is and and or sometimes it'd be that hey my internet wasn't working or they'd get on a call and the internet connection would be so bad that mm. uh, you know we just wouldn't be able to have a call with them like a video call and we were struggling but that was the only option we had earlier and and so so it, it, basically we created a role and initially i remember that the the description that we put down for this role was we need someone on ground in makassar that's where we started and this person is going to be given a laptop a tripod a camera a mic and a dongle with good internet connection like wifi dongle and this person's role would be to go to the farmer's house and set up this this thing so that a the farmer knows that this is something like a little bit more of a serious thing and they can join in and they remember follow up with the farmer as well but also be that to make sure that you know the setup works the camera works the mic works the audio quality is good and so that's how we started and, and there was actually a a lot of learning on that role as well how we first set up our our kind of interviews 
we had to tweak that over time because we realized when we when you know research coordinators idol would go there and we started realizing people would feel very intimidated mm-hmm. because suddenly there was someone in their house with a camera and and laptop and there's other people looking in and they'd be like what's going on mm-hmm. so we had to start tweaking that setup as well but in retrospect it feels like it's such an obvious thing to do right that's the right way to approach this like yeah. especially because we're such a distrib- like mm-hmm. our geographies are so distributed yeah and also with rural users it's pretty obvious that you cannot erase that face to face um element to it especially when we are so far away and have no control over everything that someone yeah. mentioned about electricity or internet connection and the fact that they might forget because they probably don't have a google calendar notification like we do <laughs> you know what you're i think you're absolutely right and and i haven't framed it like this i love love what you just said that probably a big part of that is that when someone shows up at your house mm-hmm. right as a farmer you have mm-hmm. someone you can interact with in person right so when our research coordinator shows up there there is someone they know this is a company they've actually sent a real person because otherwise everything just on the screen and and it's hard mm-hmm. to realize who you're talking to yeah it's smoke and mirrors it's even yeah. like <laughs> it was very weird for me as well to i mean as as a person who started uh virtual yeah. and it's it's not like it's my first day was over zoom and it's like a little bit weird it feels yeah. a little bit weird but yeah especially for like i i'm i'm using the internet and having like virtual uh, conversation on daily basis but for farmers who uh, i don't think yeah th- that's not the case for them and it's very critical to have this human touch and yeah. these are yeah i think it's very interesting that you guys came up with like a research coordinator who is there physically so that yeah. it's not smoke and mirrors <laughs> for the farmers we actually very funnily during our initial days when we were doing um, like a just a town hall for get to know jiva with our farmers with our sahaba jivas or any user on the ground we were all doing virtually late in the night uh, and this was just open to anybody for them to join in the video calls and we would have about 15 20 people mm-hmm. they would actually ask us to switch on our cameras so that they knew who they were talking to and who these people were that is so cute <laughs> that was an insight that hey we need to actually show the human side of ourselves to mm. them as well it's not a one way street mm-hmm. we need to mm-hmm. show ourselves we need to show who we are who they are talking to mm. and who these people are that's fair actually because like in a way in the in this in this scenario it's it's us who need them like and 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 from like a research perspective we need they more than they need us and yeah. like it's it's so mm-hmm. funny if like they're like talking to a initial over zoom just their initials like is this a robot but that, yeah there was actually a very cute anecdotes <laughs> that that's actually such a such an interesting thing right like even now you're saying you're you joined all remote mm. right mm. and i mean it's is not going to be too far into the future where you will have completely virtual teammates right like not actual people on the other side mm. so kind of a bit of a digression here but like it'll be interesting to see how you, you kind of how we reconcile with that that this is first person i'm never going to be able to meet this teammate <laughs> it's just not possible that is a little bit heartbreaking yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. sounds a little bit heartbreaking okay yeah. so um next question 
I lost track of the questions. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> so the idea was um, you guys have been doing this, like talking to our users is very critical in the design process. But this is the first time, like the past couple of weeks was the first time that you guys are doing it. Uh, maybe not the remote part, but the open part to mm. all the company members who are everywhere around the world in Indonesia, Singapore and India and they are not the design team. Usually this is this is a design team thing. This is what you guys do. And now you are opening it to everyone in a company. I I I was uh, I I think it was one of my first weeks when I joined Jiva and you guys do a UT day. And I was like, "Oh, what's this? Very interesting to see." And my my initial response was like oh yeah of course this is interesting that we can see what you guys do like but what is the purpose like why are you um letting people know letting everyone in the company know what your process is what's the purpose like what is the end result or like kind of yeah. like why do you think that this is important for everyone else in the company yeah so um Uh, so basically right like again i think i'll go back to what i was talking about research becoming uh something that that different teams kind of feel they need to do and then they feel like oh this is too slow etc right so the way we're set up right now in jiva is that research team supports a lot of different teams mm-hmm. product engineering teams uh but then also the operations teams new business initiatives right we might want to launch a completely new line of business and research gets involved there as well to do some foundational research mm-hmm. and and so so the research team supports a lot of different teams and what we were doing what we've been doing and i think that's been working well as well so there's a lot of initiatives that we have been running for a while which we're not stopping these are just new things that we're adding yeah. but for example we do regular sharebacks right so we'll go there'll be a project for example on a specific thing we'll go spend maybe a month sometimes two months three months working on that and then we'll come back and there'll be the insights for that project that are kind of uh, that that the product project team is aware of because the project team kind of gets involved but then over time we're like no these insights are useful for everyone right so it's not just like here were five six people who were working on the project they have those insights but we felt that those are interesting for everyone and and because these are th- things that we learn about our users and they can mm-hmm. be applied to different parts of the product development or the operations side as well so we do regular sharebacks and during those sharebacks we tell a lot of stories so we we try to make our stories very very rich so lot you can probably talk about that right using a lot of pictures using a lot of quotes of our real users videos etc Uh so we were doing that and the second thing we were doing was that research there was a team dedicated to doing research but actually over the last year and a half research hasn't been done just by this team so a lot of times when the research teams on the ground there'll be other people who other teams or people who'll join the research team there'll be product managers engineers etc etc right and these are just efforts to kind of expand that right so like i said 150 people not everyone can travel to the ground often There are a lot of people who do but there's a lot of people who are in charge of you know hey I've got a task we need someone who's focused on building this part of the product or the tool and they're working on that. So this is just kind of expanding how we share the stories right making it even more connectable making these stories even more accessible. That's basically what we're trying to do here. 
Um, so, so these two initiatives have been kind of, uh, kind of honestly, kind of looking at what we already do and go, where can we improve this? Is there a gap somewhere? Is there a certain part of the company that's still not able to connect with these stories? Is there, a, is there a way we can tell these stories that we're not able to do uh, effectively during the way we run our projects? And it's kind of looking at all those things and kind of filling the gaps. That's mm -hmm. basically what we've been doing here. Yeah. Saloni, anything to add? Yeah, adding to that, right? It's it's very um, it's a lot of times uh, you can create these sharebacks, you can create these uh, places of saying, you know, rich stories saying, you know, this is not just a farmer, but this farmer's name is or this Sahaba Jiva's name is Harpavati. They are what's their personality like? Where do they come? Do they have multiple jobs? Uh, how important is Jiva in their life or not? Uh, these kind of uh, stories, when we actually share uh, in our shared bags, we get a level of attention thing. People sit up and listen to it. But mm -hmm. beyond that, there's a lot of things that are lost because that's just one part of the story. Right now you have these, the people you can directly interact with. You can actually see what's going wrong. Uh, we can actually say like an example, right? So OTP, one-time passwords that we send on the mobile phones don't reach our users. And the entire team is sitting and thinking, okay, is it because the internet connection? Is it because of, uh, what's the reason? Is it our service provider? But guess what? When we do talk to our users and they're part of these research stories and our team is part of this, they realize that they have actually deleted the messaging app on which we send <laughs> the uh, one-time password. <laughs> or uh, data is actually cheap in a lot of places. So you don't, uh, it's not those days where you uh, need X amount of money to have 100 SMSs per day. But in Indonesia, in a, this section, they don't have enough mobile top-up to receive SMSs. So we can build the best systems and say this is the happy part but mm. the reality on ground is very different mm. so getting our uh, team members into these sessions they when you actually see it yourself yeah it's an experience so you don't forget an experience but you actually forget when somebody says something to you right so right. so like i totally i mean that's exactly right that for our team members, we like to think, we love to think, every team that builds products loves to think that their products matter to people, their products are useful to people and people will use them. But what's really, really, really important for all teams that are building products like ours is to realize that our products do not you know, matter to people as much as we like to think they do. And that is the reality, right? We could be mm. building products and going, oh, they'll do this in the app and then they'll do this and they'll do this. But it's very important for all of us to understand, no, lives, people's lives are much, much bigger than what we're building. So we need to figure out ways on, in which our products can actually add value to those key moments where we think we can add value, right? And how do we do that effectively? Rather than assuming that our, our users have our app, it's always updated, they always have data, they, they're gonna do everything inside the app because that's how the app functions. No, that's not how, how it works, right? People, you know, they, I'm sure the teams that, you know, 
uh, Uber, Airbnb. We would love to think that. I'm always thinking every time I plan holiday, I think of Airbnb and then I'll book things there. No, I plan my holiday around where do I want to go? Do we have kids' holidays or not? Right? My where are our friends going and all? And then we'll start looking at what are the options. And we I won't even think what's the Airbnb available there, right? I'll be like, where do I want to stay there? City center. And then I'll look for what's the cheapest option, you know, that fits my budget but gives me the experience I'm looking for. And then I'll choose that, right? But so it's it's very important for us as a design team, as a product team to realize and, and constantly be aware that our products play a very small, very, very tiny role in the lives of people. And that that context is very important so that we can make sure that our products are effective in that one moment or those moments where people need to use our products, hmm. right? And that's what this these stories, the, the share bags really, really try to do. Right. Bring and everyone closer to that reality. Mm, yeah, and instead of like this share bag, now people can experience it like directly so i I was thinking like what nav said earlier about like oh this research kind of bringing us closer to reality and kind of like empathize with uh the users and their experiences it's actually like got me thinking because i'm not a design product team it also make the other team members empathize with you guys (laughs) with like the research team who are kind of like oh yeah you guys know the reality of our users what the experiences with our uh, product and like what now said about like oh we are just a tiny spark in in their lives like there are other things that they do on a daily basis other than just opening it up and using it or like uh, immediately thought of us as like something big in their lives when they do their work mm-hmm. and it's it's kind of like what uh, it's not a new it, it's not news to you guys but it might be for other people who are not Uh, seeing this and like why do you think that's important like why do you think it's important for other team members who are not building the product to know that to kind of know that like to know your pains of like knowing this like oh our our work is uh, we we are (laughs) we live to work uh on this app and like it's actually only a small part of uh, our users lives like why do you think it's important for other team members who are not building the product (laughs) no. <laughs> see these are trade secrets we don't really like to talk about them right <laughs> uh, but but honestly the i'll give you a very simple example right every like i was saying everyone wants to do research quickly and when you say hey can you help me understand why our um uh what do users think about uh, let's say insurance what do farmers do farmers understand insurance for example right and you go back and say, yeah, cool. Okay, we'll come back to you in about, or not come back to you, but let's work on it. It'll take, you know, this is probably gonna, you know, we'll need a little bit of time to figure out what exactly are the questions we wanna ask or like, you know, exactly how do we wanna probe this? Uh, who are the people we wanna talk to? Then go find those people, then actually go down, do those interviews. Every interview takes, you know, it's very intense, an hour and a half or so, taking notes, multiple people involved in the interview, then synthesize and figure out, okay, what's actually you know what did we learn from these 15 people 10 people that we spoke to it takes time right it's time consuming and it could take anywhere from i would say four to six weeks Mm. and i you often see people go could you give this to me in like four days like you just just call up five people right and just ask them right and and there is place for stuff like that as well right and we try to do that as well but but uh, not every piece of project takes six weeks. I'm just giving the extreme examples here, hmm. but but it's 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 essential for the product teams that we work with closely 
for them to also understand why things take why it's worth spending time on some of these questions to really understand properly why people are doing this right not every question by can be answered by calling people and saying do you understand this right so if you put a new button on the home page for example of our ba- of our app you can't just call people and say hey do you, would you click this button right because <laughs> what you'd get is what you want to hear right oh someone from gvs calling me they want to know if i click this button yeah, yeah i'll click this button right no what you want to see is what do they understand does this make you know uh, is this valuable for them you're doing diary studies you're doing contextual inquiries you're doing fly on the wall studies you're doing uh interviews etc etc so it takes time so so part of the reason why we want to bring people in is uh not just for them to see how long these things take and which which is part of it but also to understand that okay look this is the richness of of these conversations so we want to inspire other team members as well we want to inspire the product managers the tech leads the engineers to go hey can we run a diary study for 3 weeks with this group of people because i really want to see you know what's the first thing that comes to their mind in the morning because that's the experience i'm trying to behavior i'm trying to change or i'm hoping that that's where i can make an uh, create a create a positive impact etc so part of the reason of bringing people into these processes is also to help them see this is how long things take because otherwise if you sit at a distance it's easy to say build me an app in 5 days or 5 weeks there's so many so many services available online 5 weeks you can do it right the reality is we're you know 200 people trying to build a couple of apps and it's <laughs> you know, 2 years later we're still learning and so we're doing this because it's it's not about the technology it's about the users and learning about users takes time and patience right yeah uh, now that you mentioned it in my like i have experience with that kind of like stakeholders <laughs> like hey please Can you please have this app ready by tomorrow something like that <laughs> yeah, and it's yeah. like uh kind of like take out the like it's possible to build it but it's not going to be useful or whatever yeah. Like, yeah it's possible to build it from like the technology perspective but like the the, the human part is the hardest uh to to uh get right yeah and that's like yeah okay that's that's very 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 uh, insightful mm, remarks and how what i want to ask uh next is like how has been the not feedback like how how are other team members reacting to this to like because this these are uh, the design team's initiatives and like how how has been the response is it like has it been what you guys expected like from from other team members like or, or are they like i'm not going to do this it takes too too long like it's like what like yeah, you, yeah. you guys are doing it like every three weeks and it's like uh, hours and hours of like you guys doing it like how has the response been overall it's been a very um, positive response mm-hmm. uh, by and large but we also as a research team have realized that the team members that are there they also have other things to do right they also have other uh, pieces of work code product to write and mm. continue their day so the way we look at it is okay we have some of these initiatives that are open and they will be open so that everybody can come and experience it but we don't expect like for a usability testing day uh we don't expect them to sit for 6 hours because we have six interviews uh yeah. there's a lot of people sitting for 6 hours trying to just listen in mm-hmm. when it's hard because again we have language barrier uh right. you're having these sessions in indonesian uh, and you have team members who understand only english so 
what are you trying to learn by just sitting um yeah there um so it's understanding the intention of each of these days that have been opened so what would happen like in a usability testing day if a specific feature that is relevant to a specific product team mm. they would you would see them coming in and being more participating and seeing how the challenges are maybe not for all the 6 hours but they start to rotate a one team member per session so you get a qa you get a, a product owner you get a developer designer so you get everybody gets a little bit of flavor of how different people mm. are interacting but with an ask me anything session because it's not as frequent uh, you see a lot more engagement and again this is not something that we we are just uh, facilitating it but it's again a collaborative we collect questions we ask the team what they want to know mm. it's not us doing it in isolation saying hey these are the questions that we've come up with do you want to know answers join in mm. it's like let's try and understand what do you want to know about them what are some of the things that are unknown so for the ama session it has been uh, very exciting because now the team members have started to give us ideas as to what they want to know next uh, mm. can you actually do this not just with one type of users can we go into uh, talking to different uh, users in our ecosystem can we get specific topics to talk about rather than it being general so there is a lot of uh, positive response mm. and also great learnings for the research team like you know what to how do we tailor these sessions um, for the audience and for our users so that they find it engaging to stay mm. great yeah now do you have anything to add i um no i think uh i think we're basically we've just started these things and kind of uh in some ways like the first couple of events were prototypes we're trying to figure out how we can do these more efficiently mm. uh, who do they matter to the most um you know different use cases for both these events uh i think these these have been great overall i think they've been they've been really really great in uh in helping us kind of expose our users in different ways to our to our larger teams and yeah there's we'll keep experimenting with things like this great yeah all right that was a great chat and we are nearing our end of the podcast and maybe like as a closing remarks like what do you guys hope to see in the future in this case like in in like the importance of research or like the enthusiasm of like other team members in research or like the importance of like knowing our users um well i mean uh you know see the the thing with research uh where we were talking about getting people to connect with our customers and users um in some ways it 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 does come down to storytelling right because not everyone can be in the field and talking to people and that is the role of the research team as well that's why we have a good research team and storytelling but becomes very very important mm. and when you get into storytelling you have to acknowledge that over time people get bored right if you yeah. tell the stories different stories in the same way people get bored so what that means is as a research team we have to keep on experimenting with new things trying new things so right now we're doing AMAs and UT days some of these we'll keep continuing to do you know but over time we'll have to spice things up again to get other people interested other team members interested to hear these stories um so this yeah i mean there's always exciting times basically 
Yeah. Well, I'm excited to find out like what <laughs> are you guys going to do next? <laughs> that was that was a that was a clever way of saying I have no idea what we're doing next. <laughs> Or my attempt at a clever answer. <laughs> yeah. Colony, what about you? Oh, I think just adding on to what Nav said, right? We've we've now after these initiatives also be able to track back and still evolve learning from what we have done and still mm-hmm. having access to the information that we have collected so far mm-hmm. and the stories that we've ha- um heard and designed for uh, what are the things that we're doing for them i think that's going to be the exciting thing for research because only when some of these stories have an impact and some changes made can we actually learn even more things and do more research otherwise we'll come back with the same story in different formats till it's all right yeah i think for me it's like very interesting to to he- to only he- just hear the story hear the anecdotes hear the hear the fallouts that is happening within research and it's like i i'm i'm doing content so stories are very important for me <laughs> and here yeah. uh, for me personally as like for my role i love to 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 be to to just like participate in in this initiatives just so i can get the story you know for for selfish reasons yeah. but yeah I, i really wish you uh, lots of luck with this and like to get i love research and it's it's very it's very good uh, for me to see the research team doing things and to have other people um interested be enthusiastic to uh, make something that is meaningful even though like now said for their lives for the user's life we're just like a tiny speck in their galaxy <laughs> yeah well thank you hopefully a very that. meaningful speck and a very <laughs> enjoyable and delightful speck <laughs> yeah that's true i mean that's <laughs> even Now though i got in the two keywords delightful huh? delightful <laughs> <laughs> the, the other other one? One? do you take notes alonia of what <laughs> I'm doing <laughs> delightful Meaning, and meaningful. meaningful. He's got the, <laughs> the words in. Okay, do you put something to the to the like Oops. put coins every time now said that. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah, well let's uh, hopefully we are a tiny meaningful speck in the user's galaxy. Thank you very much guys for joining me today and uh this is also an experiment. So yeah, uh, we'll thank you. Out. Thank you for being involved in my experiment. Pleasure. <laughs> uh, thank you very much. Say goodbye. Thank Take care. Bye bye. Thank you. Bye. I'm going to end the recording now. Mm-hmm.